Midday Joy with Unati, 12 to 3 p.m. on Kaya FM. We're continuing the theme of love and we're going to push it. I told you it's going to be an overflow of love this month of, of February because it is indeed the love month. And a different kind of love is the love we have for our children. Sometimes we have the tools and sometimes we simply don't have the tools to be the best possible parents that we can be. Today we're asking uh, for the advice from a man who speaks to children all the time, psycholog- psychologist to Anele. And he's on the line and today. Today we're talking grief. Today marks the beginning of Children's Mental Health Week and some conversations are going to be difficult and that's why we need help with regards to navigating around them and facilitating the emotions that come with life experiences. Good afternoon, Anela Siswana. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Are you well? I'm well, Susan. Thank you for having me. You're, You're a man... We often go to as parents to assist us with advice, whether we do so professionally, whether we do so on a personal level. What is it about children that made you want to be this facilitator and I guess conversation point for us, with us? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think for me, I always, when parents bring children to therapy, I am not interested in the child itself but i'm interested in what are the possible circumstances that have led this child to represent the discomfort and everything else that is happening at home yeah so the child for me becomes the symptom of the discomfort and the disease that is happening at home most of the time what i'm drawn to is that the child becomes that pain that it's so visible and present because as adults we can hide our pain. Yeah. We can we can find ways of dealing with it. We can emotionally eat, we can drink, we can do all of it. But the children they can't. So for me, when a child moves into my room, yeah, I then discover and to to realize that this child is actually saying, I'm so tired of this pain that I can't bear. And the only way that children then can show and tell us is that Whatever that is happening to mom and dad, I don't have a control over dealing with that. However, their way of coming to me as a psychologist is actually saying, can you be um, a mediator between what is happening to my mom and dad? Because my way of responding well depends on what happens when this child is out of my room. Yeah. So that's what always um, draws me to children. But at the same time, we focus so much more on adult mental health. Yeah. And we don't understand that children do get depressed. There is child depression and that children get depressed as a result of the number of, like today we're talking about grief. Yeah. Not only in the context of death, but grief on many levels. For me, when our children see us um, losing our jobs, um, getting retrenched, that causes a psychological impact because what that means is that there's a loss yes. of something that has happened. Now, I'm no longer going to have mommy who's working or daddy who's working. Then there's a psychological loss because what that means, it then means that there's a change of lifestyle, change of school, and children need to start navigating what grief means and mourning for that which was before and to the new reality. Essentially, a significant impact on stability. Stability and the norm and what is going to be non-normative from what the kid is used to because now it's, it's a loss when a child is used to be getting something and then all of a sudden things change, which then means as parents, we need to start 
involving our children, um, like you always encourage your method that let's involve our kids in our conversations yeah. about what has changed, what is happening, about all the kind of possibilities that are happening around your life as a, as a provider, around your, your life as a parent, but also around the possibilities of death. Yeah. That it doesn't become an, a, a consequence later when someone is dead. Then we start talking about death. We need to start engaging our children about what death looks like, what, ha- what happens, what is the possibility of I as a parent or whoever that is close to you dying and what needs to happen after that. You've suggested the first thing we can do is encourage more engagement between the generations and the family members. Definitely. How else could you suggest that we have conversations and facilitate conversations around grief? I know you're used to speaking with Dr. Cindy where you have more time. We literally have three more minutes. So I know, I'm sorry, but how do we how do we encourage that? So engagement is the first suggestion of yours. Could you give us more um, suggestions, please? If, if you see that a child has changed significantly from what they if they cry a lot you see some kind of a shift in behavior normalize talking about therapy to children and um, because they need to understand that mommy may not be able to fully deal with this there's someone who's more trained who's likable enough to understand your journey and pain and just one thing that comes to my mind in it that we because we focus so much on death and the physical and um, loss of this person that we mourn yeah. we need to start teaching our children of the transcendence of the flesh to the spirit, of what then happens. You can call them Hulk, you can call them um, Harry Potter, whoever. Something that is accessible of understanding that this person is left in the flesh, yeah. but in the spirit, they continue to live. They may be mourning the loss of what the, what the body is and what happens after that, there will be other engagements. And so we can do those kind of engagements. Like, that's something that are called ancestors. Yeah. When these people leave, they then take a different form. They come in dreams, they visit us. So part of consolidating and, and helping children to deal with these engagements of loss and grief is to understand that, yes, mommy or granny may have left now, but on the other side of the world, there's another engagement that happens. We speak of grief, not just in terms of death. We speak of it, the grief that they're experiencing. They no longer have their, their tea breaks with their friends, plays. They no longer have afternoon activities. A lot of them are experiencing cabin fever. Some of them no longer play the sports or, or do the extramurals that they, they've always experienced. And that's their grief as well. How do we facilitate that? Do we encourage journals? Do we encourage uh, recording messages? What would you suggest? I encourage intellectually stimulating activities as you know. That kids must read, yes. kids must play. We must find things to do with us at home. Teaching children indigenous things like knitting, doing gardening, um, you know, that are not technological, that will also make them, as you help them do gardening, as you help them do knitting, there's a, there's a, there's a narrative, there's storytelling behind. Probably Gogo used to do this, or Gogo enjoys doing this. This is why they, so it's not only um, playing outside, but what do you do with them? And also ask them what, what kind of conversation do you want us to talk about? Because probably we think that children need this, whereas they've got their own narratives and struggles that are related to that of a 16-year-old. And how then do you start conversing from that perspective of a 16-year-old?
I thank you for your time today and I thank you for the time that you've promised us for the rest of the week as you will help us navigate through Child Mental Health Awareness Week. Our clinical psychologist, Anela Siswana. Thank you so much, Budwam. And tomorrow we'll have a different conversation and every day we'll, we'll navigate and touch on different topics. Thank you for being there for us, the South African family, the South African parent, but most importantly, the South African child. Thank you so much, Sinda that's clinical psychologist Dr. Anela Siswana helping us navigate through this week as we embark on Child Mental Health Awareness Week. And that is our life plug for today on Midday Joy. Midday Joy with Unati, 12 to 3 p.m. on Kaya FM. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za.